Hello everybody, this is Fahim Jackson and it's episode 66 of my podcast show, In The Know. This is a short form podcast show which is aimed at putting people in the know with a variety of topics using my experiences and viewpoints in life to put people in that know. Now, what is the know? It's using my understanding of the experiences to guide you through the world. The following is an introduction speech into the topic of today. And that introduction speech is regarding why children may be lacking motivation in school. In school, my mother never had to push me and my sisters that hard. We always had the motivation to get the grade in school. Now, don't get me wrong. There were challenges in school, but I will say this much. We never lost the motivation. Yet there are parents out there who are so frustrated by the fact that their children does not want to persevere in school. Or maybe the kid does and they just don't have the tools to do so. We can't automatically write them off until we first figure out why they are having these types of problems. You have late bloomers who learn later on in life and find their academic space. Then you have the people who find their talents outside of school in another space. But for academic purposes, why is this the case and how do you address it? Address it as a person in school, parent, and educator. What if your kid is lacking education motivation? The slacker. In school, you're always going to have the student or even students that don't want to try that hard. They just skate by until they can no longer skate anymore. And if you know anything about life, you can only skate so far. Even in the confines of the schoolhouse, you're going to have to eventually hit a wall. These are generally the people that like to fill space on paper with words. They are told to put together a report, and instead of something in-depth, they give an attempt to sound smart. Meanwhile, the teacher understands. You're not going to trick the educator because they had to come through college with kids who filled space. Hell, some of them were space fillers. So they know the tricks, especially if they were one of those types of people who filled space. So what do they do with students like this? They categorize them. Put in a category of the title above, a slacker, doing just enough to get by. The one who needs a push. When you're a kid in school, no one sees the greatness inside you. You tend to fall behind. And the scary part about it is that some of these kids are actually talented. They just need that extra nudge to get them over a hump so they can make strides in the right direction. Now, you might think to yourself, Was I the kid who needed a push? Me? I was a kid that needed a push sometimes. But my class clown behavior sometimes was used to keep those around from knowing. But when you're like this, people just say you're a person who causes a disruption. As an adult, if I don't know something, I just say it. So the push is not needed to get me to ask... And for the most part, I don't need the push to get me off the couch. 
It becomes an internal push once you reach a certain age. Well, at least it is for me. The layman. The one who does not comprehend anything. This is the kid that most parents dread they have at home. Especially if the parent or parents were good in school themselves. It's a hard pill to swallow knowing that your kid is just no good in school. Is it the end of the world? No. What do you do? For the longest, these kids were just shuffled off into remedial classes. Something a lot less challenging, which were the bare minimums. Sometimes the classes were even below the bare minimums. What this does is allow the kid to stay in school, yet behind the other kids. And when the school can no longer do anything with you, they toss you out the door into the world. If you know anything about the criminal justice system, a lot of men and women who were wrapped up in the court systems struggled to comprehend the material through school. Who knows what they could have been able to accomplish if they had the attention they needed. The late bloomer. Here's another area that I fell into, and this group of people tend to find their groove as adults. For instance, I was not that good in English courses as a child. My classes were math and science, but English went over my head. While in undergraduate school, I began writing my screenplays. And since then, I've self-published my first novel, book of short stories, working on my next, as well as a blog site that I made contributions to throughout the month. Not too bad for someone who was terrified of writing papers in school because my English comprehension was not that up to par. Now, have you ever known someone who was a late bloomer in the space of academia? Or it was you who was that student. So many teachers are shocked when they find out that their former student who was bad at math is an engineer. Or the kid who could barely read is a New York Times bestselling author. This is why we should be more patient with our late bloomers. Out of the school talent. Some students have been known to find their skills that have nothing to do with what they're learning in school. Like for instance, one of the other things I do is work in building my photography portfolio. I want to start freelancing hopefully when the pandemic is over. This was not something I learned while in school. I picked up a camera and became intrigued enough to proceed forward as a career. This is something that would be considered a talent outside the classroom. But this was something that I picked up in my late 20s, which also falls under the category of a person who's a late bloomer. It's hard to find talent sometimes in school because you're only operating with a limited amount of time. And you don't have enough one-on-one -on -one with the educator to even build on your talents even if you wanted to introduce it to the classroom. So you have to rely on a non-academic space to make yourself better at your talent. Viewpoints. Whose viewpoints? Let's look at the kid. As a child, you have to be in this school setting all around these people and other kids who tend to be better, much smarter than you are. So once the teacher starts asking all these questions, in class, you get lost. And here's where the motivation to do more and learn more is stifled. We compare ourselves to the people around us. So who are we to turn to with our problems in school? Parents send you to school to learn, but you're not confident enough. The teacher is dealing with the way too many students in the classroom. And your peers are just flat out not interested in helping you at times. So what do we do is throw our hands up in the air and give in. This is where the lack of motivation comes from and continues through life. 
unless we get a hold on it. The parent. My mother never had problems with her children in school being motivated to work. It's because she has so much hands-on work with us at a very young age. Now, is every parent hands-on? Not all of them. This can be a problem with kids being able to communicate in the classroom. This ultimately contributes to not wanting to learn in school when the parents are uninterested at home themselves. Now, on the other hand, you have parents that work with their children, but the kid still struggles. The parent wants their child or children to be what they want them to be, but the kid is not interested Then, no matter what the parent thinks or tries to do, nothing will transpire in the classroom. The teacher. The educator is the person who has to deal with the students head on. Now what happens when the student comes to school, they are not motivated. You could always reach out to the parents, but sometimes the parents are being involved. This gets very stress- frustrating because sometimes these are the kids who are disruptive in the classroom. Yet what about the kids who do have their parents at home? The parents might not even be aware that their kid is struggling because the kid is not informing the parent. The educator can only do so much with so many heads to be held accountable for in the classroom. But the teacher will tell you, an unmotivated student is very hard to teach. So with this end statement, while we have to teach kids more education motivation. When observing young people in school, we should always be cognizant of their motivation. What gets them going in school will tell you a lot about how their future moving forward could pan out. No one wants to see their kid as this child, but it may be your child who lacks education motivation, and it's you who have to pay extra attention to them with their schoolwork, because the last thing you want is for this to trail into adulthood. They have less people willing to help them in adulthood. Now, as for me, I had slight moments where I didn't like school, but always find my way back to the academic space. It's because of the stable household I grew up in as a child. So cultivate that space early, and your child would do as I did as well. So, thanks for listening to End the Know. I can't wait to bring the next episode where we talk about why some students may need to take a gap year or even gap years between high school and college.